Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features three brief episodes of Baby Snooks. Each episode is only about seven minutes long. They first aired from 1939 through 1942. Daddy, played by Hanley Stafford, has to visit his boss, who is sick in the hospital, to discuss some important business matters. Just to make things tough, Snooks has forced Daddy to take her with him. As the scene opens, they are seated in the hospital waiting room. Listen. Is this the hospital, Daddy? Yes, this is the hospital. And be quiet, Snooks. They smell funny. Well, all hospitals smell like this. Why? On account of the antiseptic. Anti-who? Antiseptic. Antiseptic has a disagreeable odor. Why don't they give her a bath? Now listen, I'm not going to sit here and answer a lot of your nonsensical questions. And stop jumping up and down like a nervous cat. My man's doing it. Look at him, Daddy. Yes, he's an expectant father. Does he expect his father, Daddy? No, he expects a baby. Why? Oh, leave him alone. Snooks. Stop pacing behind that poor fella. Where's he going now, Daddy? He's going in to speak to the doctor. He's nervous. Why? Maybe he knows what's coming. (laughs) Come over here and sit next to me. Let me see your voice, Daddy. We can't go in yet. Why? Because the nurse is in his room attending to him. What's the nurse doing, Daddy? I don't know. I suppose she's doing what all nurses have to do. (laughs) My nurse used to have to take me... Now, never mind that. (laughs) This is a different kind of nurse. This is a trained nurse. Ah. She's doing tricks in there. No. Stop asking questions. Why? Oh, just stop it, that's all. I don't want to be squabbling with you when we go in to see my boss. He's a very sick man. What's the matter with him, Daddy? Well, he's suffering from a respiratory condition. Respiratory condition? Yes. When he gets out of here, he's going to Switzerland for his lungs. Did he leave them there? No, he didn't leave them there. He's got them here. Where? Inside his body. I want to see them. Now, don't start that nonsense, Snooks. And another thing. When we go in his room, I want you to walk on tiptoe so as not to jar his nerves. And just say, here's some fruit. And I hope you feel better, Mr. Watt. Who's he? My boss. What's his name? Yes. Huh? That's his name. What? Yes, what is my boss's name? I don't know. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. The name of my boss is what? His first name is Hugh. Me? Not you, Hugh. That's his first name, and what is his last name? (laughs) What are you yelling about? Because you won't tell me his name. Oh, listen, Snooks. Everybody has a first name and a last name. My boss has a first name and I have a first name. You know my first name? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Well, what is it? I don't know. You do, too. What does Mummy call me? Fathead. She does not. And don't remind me of it. Ah, oh, what kind of a child can you expect when you marry a fishwife? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to be sure you don't upset my boss the way you do me. In fact, I think we'd better have a little rehearsal before we go in there. All right, Daddy. 
Now, I'll be the boss. Now, don't forget, I'm very sick. What's the matter with you, Dad? Oh, nothing's the matter with me. You said you were sick. I'm not sick. My boss is sick. But right now, I'm my boss, so I must be sick. All right, get sick, Dad. Now, don't worry. It's no job with you around. Now, let's try it. Here we go. Where are we going? Oh, nowhere. All right, come into the room. Be very quiet. Now, I'm sick in bed. There's nurses and doctors all around. And what's the first thing you say? Show me the baby. <laughs> there isn't any baby. Well, Mommy, that's it. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. You just say, I'm awful sorry you're sick, Mr. Watt. Here's some fruit. You want to stand? Uh-huh. Now, let's try it again. All right, I'm sick. Oh. Oh, Mr. Watt. I'm awful sorry you're sick. That's good. Well, go on. Where's the fruit? I ate it on the way to the hospital. The <laughs> hospital? So, did you really eat all that fruit? I was hungry. Oh, this is a fine how do you do. I'm fine how you do. Hold on, stop that. I'm going to take you right home before you cause me any more trouble. I want to see the boss's lungs. <laughs> I told you you can't see his lungs. Oh, come on, let's get out of here. Good day. All right. Now, just remember, when you get in his room, don't speak unless you're spoken to. If my boss tells you he's very sick, you just say, I'm awful sorry. I'm awful sorry. And to cheer him up when he says he doesn't think he'll recover, you just say, I hope they'll pull you through. I hope they'll pull you through. That's all you have to remember. I'm awful sorry, and I hope they'll pull you through. Is that clear? Uh-huh. Oh, there's the nurse signaling to us. Oh, come on, we can go in. Now, be quiet, Snooks. Well, hello, Mr. Watt. Hello, Higgins. I, uh, <laughs> I brought my little daughter to cheer you up. Oh, hello, Snooks. It's nice of you to come. How do you feel, Mr. Watt? Well, Snooks, I think I'll recover. Oh, I'm awful sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a nice thing to say to a man who's at death's door. I hope they pull you through. Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, hey, goodbye. She doesn't know what she's saying, Mr. Watt. I <laughs> want to see your lungs. Oh! <laughs> Take that child out of here right away. Call the nurse. <laughs> His face is getting red, Daddy. You oh. stop that. Sit there and don't open your mouth. Oh, my flesh is going up. Higgins, I'm a sick man. Why do you do this to me? Honestly, Mr. Watt, I do. You realize what I've got? Did you ever hear of a disease that sends your blood pressure up 60 points in two seconds? Makes your head spin and doesn't let you get a minute's rest? Hear of it, brother. I'm his father. I want to go home. I told you to keep quiet. Mr. Watt, I'll come back later alone, and we can go over the stuff then if you feel all right. All right, Higgins, but I I don't think I'll be able to sit up in bed. Oh, no? No, I, I'm a little stiff. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Daddy said you were the big stiff. Oh! Get out of here. You wait. I'll... Hey, come here. Don't run down that hall. They're feeding the babies. I want to hear the babies cry. Oh, yeah, do, do you? All right. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks. <laughs> Daddy, played by Hanley Stafford, is all set for a swell outing. He has an appointment to go fishing with some friends. And as our scene opens, it is 4.30 in the morning, and he's about to leave the house. Listen. Well, I guess I have everything. 
tackle box, rods, net, thermos. Uh-oh. Mustn't forget my wading boots. Ah. Well, now I've got to sneak past the kids' room and... Uh, oh, Daddy! Oh, uh, what's the use of saying prayers? <laughs> Where are you going, Daddy? I'm going fishing. You want to make something out of it? Uh-huh. Now, look out. i got to hurry. Why? Now, Snooks, I'm not going to stand here and argue with you. It's 4.30 in the morning, and everybody in his right mind is sleeping. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? I suppose you think I'm crazy because I get up so early to go fishing, don't you? No, Daddy. Oh. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Your mother doesn't seem to understand my little hobbies. What hobbies? Oh, a hobby is something that a man takes up outside of his regular work. Something that relaxes him. Some people collect stamps. Others do woodwork. Does Uncle Louie make a hobby? Yes, Uncle Louie etches. Huh? I said your Uncle Louie spends his spare time etching. Why don't he scratch himself? <laughs> well, I'll explain it to you some other time. Now, let me go and I'll bring you back a fishy. How do you know you will? How do I know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just about the best fisherman in the world, that's all. Remember last time I went? I brought home a sackful. My mommy wouldn't let you bring them in the house. Ah, don't remind me of it. And such beautiful fish, too. Oh, I had three barracuda and one smelt. They all smelt. <laughs> they did not. You're getting more like your mother every day. What's in that little pen, Daddy? Worms. I want to see them. Well, I haven't got time. Oh, please, Snooks, it'll be soon too late to go fishing. How is fishies born, Daddy? Well, the fish lay eggs. Like a chicken? No. A chicken only lays one egg at a time, but a fish lays hundreds of eggs. Why? Oh, I don't know. Let me get out of here. Does fish cackle when they lay eggs? No. Only a hen cackles. The hen lays the egg, then she sits on it. Did anybody sit on me? <laughs> no. But it would have been a good idea. <laughs> oh, Snooks, I'll be late for my fishing appointment if you keep asking me questions. How are you going to catch the fish, Dad? With a hook. You tie a hook on your line and let it go to the bottom. Why does it go to the bottom? Because I take along a big sinker. Is Uncle Louie going? <laughs> no, Uncle Louie is not going. You said he was. I didn't say anything about Uncle Louie. I said I'd take along a big sinker. Oh, I thought you'd... Now, never mind that. I <laughs> did. That's no way to talk about your Uncle Louie. You always say it, Daddy. Well, uh, I know him better than you do. <laughs> Besides, I have no time to discuss it with you now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Daddy! Oh, now what is it? How are you going to catch the fishies? I told you with a hook. You tie a hook to your line, then you bait the hook and drop it in the water. And pretty soon you feel a bite. Then you know what you do? Uh-huh. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, you set your hook. Like this. <clears throat> then you start to reel him in. Careful. Keep his head up. See him? Huh? Look at him whiz. Now, don't give him any slack. Reel him fast. Bring him right to the surface. Ha-ha, <laughs> there he is. Look at that fish. What a beauty. Do you feel all right, Daddy? I feel fine, and it's getting late. I gotta go. I wanna go with you. Now, don't you start that. And I won't start any more nonsense. If you don't take me out. You, you'll what? I'll eat up all your worms. Snooks, now put that pan down. Oh, what am I gonna do with you? Don't take me with you, Daddy. No. This is one time you're not gonna bully me into giving in. 
Now, go ahead and eat the worm. See if I care. Then tell me your story and I'll let you go. Oh. All right, but a quick one. Did you ever hear the story about the 12 apples and only 10 were good? No. Too bad. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no. Well, look, uh, I know a joke about fishing. You want to hear it? Uh-huh. Will you promise to let me go if I tell you? Uh-huh. Okay, but no interruptions. Uh-huh. There were once two Irishmen named Pat and Mike. And one day, they rented a boat and went out fishing. Who rented a boat? Pat and Mike. Well, they found a good spot in the middle of the lake. And they caught a lot of fish. And Mike wanted to remember where they caught them. So he said to Pat, Be jabers, Pat. Tis thinking I am that we'd better be coming back here tomorrow. <laughs> Well, what are you laughing at? That's a funny joke, Daddy. Tell me another one. I haven't finished this one yet. Ah. Well, anyway, Mike wanted to remember where he caught the fish so they could come back the next day. And what do you think the darn fool did? I know. He made a mark on the side of the boat. (laughs) (laughs) The darn fool. (laughs) Isn't that the silliest thing you ever heard? Yeah, sure. How did he know he'd get the same boat? <laughs> now, you'll get the joke, all right. I can see that. Ain't I smart, Daddy? Oh, sure. I'll give you a medal when I come home. So long. Daddy! Oh, what is it? I want a pair of rubber boots like yours. No, you can't have rubber boots. Why? I'll think of a reason later. Goodbye. Ah! Oh, no, please. Then buy me some rubber boots. Now, you listen. I'll tell you a very sad story about a little girl who wanted rubber boots. And she cried till she got them. Would they fit me? <laughs> yes. And one day there came a great big rain. And the silly little girl put on the rubber boots and went wading in the deepest puddle she could find. So her feet got all wet. And that night she contracted a bad cold. Well, the cold got worse. And in two days, she had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So her father called in the biggest doctors, but none of them could save his child. The crisis came, and just at the stroke of midnight, the poor little girl died. Her broken-hearted father buried her in a little grave, right on the top of a green hill. And every year, he puts a flower on it. Now, doesn't that make you stop and think? Mm-hmm. Well, what are you thinking about? What did they do with the boots, Daddy? <laughs> ah, good <laughs> And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks. Summer has just about arrived, and Daddy, played by Hanley Stafford, figures the weather is warm enough for the beach. Of course, he didn't figure on taking Snooks with him. So we find them both on the sand enjoying the ocean. Listen. Ah, what a pleasure. Breathe deeply, Snooks. Fill your lungs with the fresh ozone. Let's go swimming, Daddy. I told you we'll go swimming soon. Right now, I want to rest. Can you swim, Daddy? Can I swim? Huh. I'm just about the best swim in the world, that's all. Do you know when I was in Atlantic City, I swam the whole length of the boardwalk on my back? You swam the boardwalk? The entire length. Did you get any splinters? No, I didn't get any splinters. I mean, I swam in the water along the boardwalk. Now, I want to lie quietly for a few minutes. So you go play with your pail and shovel. All right. Daddy! Yes? I want to see the mermaids. Well, there's no such thing as mermaids. 
Why? Because there isn't. A mermaid is a legendary figure that's supposed to be half woman and half fish. It's a myth. Is that a way to hold in your bathing suit? Eight holes in my bathing suit? I said it was a myth. Don't you know what a myth is? It's a Lady Martha, ain't it? <laughs> no, it's not a Lady Martha. And stop shoveling that sand in my mouth. Miss Mouth, Mort, Martha, I want to go swimming. Snooks. <laughs> I'll take you in the water if you let me rest a little while. How long? Until the waves recede a little. Now just play and don't bother me or ask me any more questions. All right. Daddy! Oh, what? What makes the water go away like that? The tide. Who tied it? Nobody tied it. I said tide, not tide. Huh? The rise and fall of the tide. It's caused by the moon attracting every particle of the earth and the ocean. And by the law of gravitation, the force acting on any particle is directed toward the moon's center. And is jointly proportional to the masses of the particle in the moon. And inversely proportional to the square of the distance between the particle and the moon's center. Mm. You feel swell, don't you, Dad? <laughs> yes, I feel fine. Well, I suppose I'd better make it a little simpler for you. Now, suppose I were to lay two eggs right here. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't believe you can do it. <laughs> oh, forget it. Go on and build a sandcastle. Shall I put flags in it? Yes, put flags in it. I don't like flags. All right, then don't put flags in it. All right. Oh, I don't know. Do what you like. All right. Oh, oh snows. Why are you throwing that sand down my neck? <laughs> I like it. Well, cut it out. Can't you play like the other children? Make mud pies. Dig in the sand. Go on, pretend you're Robinson Crusoe. Who is he? Oh, you know. I've told you the story of Robinson Crusoe hundreds of times. About the man who was shipwrecked and lived on a cracker for a whole week. How did he move around? <laughs> he was on an island. The only thing he managed to save from the shipwreck was the tool chest. Tell me more, Daddy. Well, I started this myself. Uh, when he was cast ashore, who he... Who was cast? Robinson Crusoe. He was washed onto this desert island, and then... Why? Because he was shipwrecked. Who was? Robinson Crusoe! Ah. Uh. <laughs> it was a good thing he had his tool chest, because he was able to build a hut. Then he started to build some chairs, and... And did he... Did he want chairs? Why did he want chairs? Because Daddy? he didn't have anything to sit on. I got some... Never mind that. <laughs> At the end of the day, when his work was done, he sat down on his chest. Could he stand on his nose? No. Uh -huh. Could he sit on his chest? I'm being his tool chest. Oh, why did I have to drag you along to the beach? Because Mommy made you take me. Sure, sure. I get one day to myself, she ties you around my neck. Work like a dog, never get a chance to recuperate. <laughs> What's a recuperate, Daddy? Alice, I work every day in the office, don't I? I don't know. Well, I do. <laughs> I have to regain my energy. So when I come to the beach and lie in the sun, what do I do? That's what Mommy sent me to find out. <laughs> oh, she did. Well, now you listen. You go about your business and dig holes in the sand. I want to bury you, Daddy. No, I just want to lie here and get a sunburn. Why? Because that's what I came to the beach for. The sun is beneficial. The only chance I get to pick up a few violet rays. I know. I've seen your ways to her. Like snooks. You know very well that lady I waved at was Mummy's friend, Mrs. Lester. <laughs> oh, what are you laughing at? I know. 
What do you know? It was Violet Ray. <laughs> now, don't you start that kind of stuff with me. The very idea. <laughs> the very idea. All right, now, go on and play nicely in the sand with your pail and shovel. Collect some lovely shells, and then we'll take them home. I want to bury you. Yes. No, you can't bury me! Then I'll tell Molly... Now, you just stop that. I told you that lady was Mrs. Lester. And you know her as well as I do. It didn't look like Mrs. Lester. Well, you probably couldn't recognize her. Because she didn't have her street clothes on. Could you recognize her without her street clothes, Daddy? Why, of course. Why? <laughs> oh, leave me alone. Why can't you play like those other children? I'm hungry. Well, we'll soon go home and you'll have your dinner. Come buy me a hot dog, Daddy. No, it will spoil your appetite. Mummy will give me the dickens. But we're not Violet? Her name's not Violet. And there was nothing wrong with my waving at her. She was with her husband. Oh, is that why you moved away? Oh! And Frank Morgan thinks he's a great spy. Huh? <laughs> oh, look at all the pretty boats on the water, Snooks. Isn't it wonderful to be here at the beach in the sunshine? I want to go swimming. Oh, all right. We'll take a fast dip and go right home. I'm sick of this anyway. Come on, and don't splash too much. Oh, Daddy. Oh, 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 this water's icy cold. <laughs> Snooks, hang on to my hand. Are you scared, Daddy? No, I'm not scared. I don't want you to go beyond your death. <laughs> it's freezing. I want to go out, Daddy. So do I. Come on. Here, grab this towel and rub yourself all over. Now, don't sit down in the sand again. Daddy. What do you want? Take me back in the water. You just came out. I have to go back again, quick. Now, why didn't you say something while you were in there? Because I just felt the sand in my bathing trunk. Ah, come on. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> Snooks was the brainchild of comedian and former Ziegfeld Follies star Fanny Bryce. Bryce claimed that Snooks emerged as part of her vaudeville act in 1912 as a caricature of Baby Peggy, a popular child star of the day who appeared in ruffles and curls and flounces, and looked to Bryce like a strawberry ice cream soda. She based the personality of Snooks, a slyly impish infant, on her own childhood. Bryce first played Snooks on the radio in Zigfield Follies of the Air in a bit written by Philip Rapp and David Freeman. Rapp continued to write for her when Bryce moved on to The Good News Show. Bryce was given her own show in 1944, Toasty's Time, which was soon renamed The Baby Snooks Show. Snooks became the primary element of Bryce's repertoire, to the extent that in later years she rarely appeared in public out of character. The show soon became a favorite of radio listeners and presented a style of adversarial comedy that presaged the Bickersons. Daddy Higgins, played by Hanley Stafford, and Mommy Higgins, played by Arlene Harris, were constantly bickering, the conflict invariably prompted by the manipulative, blackmailing, double-crossing snooks who found endless entertainment in the strife. Series regulars included Leon Ledoux as Snooks's younger brother Robespierre, Danny Thomas, Charlie Cantor, and Lillian Randolph. Mer Meredith Wilson, Carmen Dragon, and vocalist Bob Graham provided the music. In 1945, when illness prevented Bryce from appearing, the Search for Baby Snooks storyline was included as a plot device, and guest stars searching for Snooks included Robert Benchley, Sidney Greenstreet, Kay Kaiser, and Peter Laurie. 
In May 1951, Bryce suffered a cerebral hemorrhage and died at age 59, two days after the last broadcast of the Baby Snook Show. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.